Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. Hey, thanks again for getting our year-round carnival preview podcast of Winterbottom Stakes Day, Ascot, Vince Accardi. You've had 24 hours to really get your head around this meeting. Uh, let's start with the Winterbottom Stakes, mate. Um, what's, your, what's your overview now that you've had a real good uh, think about this? The only other runner that I've elevated now is uh, Elite Street. I've sort of targeted that as being the main threat to this will test you. Yeah, so you're nice and happy. With, it's it's basically Perth form with with a bit of respect for Valana, given you haven't really got upside there. Correct, and I, I am paying the big respect, obviously, to Valana, but the reality is, it still has to step, take that next step. So uh, this will test you, Elite Street, Valana, Miss Contiki. Uh, once again, yeah, uh, make sure you got your race speed profiles open up for uh, for we get into the other races that we haven't yet touched on. But this is the final edition now. You can read everything up there. But uh, terrific odds there. This will test you at double figure odds for the winner bottom stakes. Is uh, is Vince Cardi's main selection there and as uh, as you just heard then he's elevated elite street let's get to a couple of the other races that we've already touched on here the listier classic fence uh yesterday santorio and all the king's men were the favorite runners here any further thoughts no nothing's really changed has it ralph it's no. all stayed the same for me you know maybe giving a little bit more respect to man crush but overall i do have an expectation that either the two or three will win and the opportunity there in the uh, Scale Cup is clearly for Stafford's lad, given that uh, Pure Devotion's now smashed into as much as, well, it's about even money really across as, as you know, a little bit either side of that. But uh, Stafford's lad at $9 each way as much as $10 on what I'm seeing. Yeah, that that's probably a little bit crazy because they should be a lot closer together. But I'm sort of in tune with the market in the sense that I do see those two runners being the main two probabilities and I'm paying some respect to the one as well Marincino I definitely wouldn't put anybody off that that's a real solid chance of uh, getting in the top three the only reason why I mark it just slightly behind the other two is just purely for how I see this lane bias working when you're a front running horse it's just hard to sort of find yourself over the last three or four hundred meters getting into lanes sort of 10 11 12 and the off-pace runners always have a better chance to track the wider lanes race one uh so this is we we haven't mentioned any of these yet obviously yesterday so any any uh sort of business uh approach here race one uh there's three favorites rev it up high twos river rubicon mid threes featherweight low fours and you've got featherweight probably the best of them at this stage well, it just stacks up really solidly, Ralphie. It's It's got a performance figure of 0.6 above at the distance. I'm, all, I'm a big believer of that, that if you have a you know a confirmed frank figure at the distance and the track that's a positive and the other runner that sort of meets that criteria is number eight river rubicon so this is where i see it i really feel these are the two key chances in this race and maybe to a lesser extent the five uh can't be done 
can't be done there. Race two in the program. Well, bit of merit's pretty tight price at uh, high twos, uh, but uh, you found one in a little bit of odds here in Pixie Chicks at, uh, at the $12. I assume you're thinking that, uh, that this could be a wide lane advantage set up. It'll definitely be an advantage for sure. I feel that coming back to the 1,000-metre... Well, the 1,000-metre race is the critical part for me in this particular race, and I actually feel that Pixie Chicks is suited back... Oh, staying at the 1,000 metres, sorry. And just really has to repeat, performance-wise, what it's been able to do in the past, and that is get around that benchmark. It does have a PB of 1.5, Ralphie, so if it was to do that, it just wins. Uh, well, that's nice information there at $10. A uh, bit yep. of merit, obviously, it's a sound horse uh, first up, and that it is first up here, so you, you're giving it respect. And the other horse that uh, you mentioned here, Rumor says, I noticed there was a pre-race incident last night when deep in the market, and uh, two weeks later, back to the 1,000. Oh, that's the, the big thing about this particular run. Back to the thousands a plus. It's got a it's got an above benchmark performance at this track, and there's there's no reason why this horse can't repeat that. And the reality is, you only have to look at that first up run. How strong it was late. In fact, I actually felt the overall last eight hundred was very very solid, and I just can't see any any reason why it can't return to that hundred thousand dollars for a regional final in race three. Sounds like. It's a raffle. The market's saying it's a raffle, and you're not arguing with the market. No, it, it, it's it's a tough race. There's a there's a bunch of chances. If there was anybody that was sort of keen to look at something, perhaps you know the two can be given some sort of consideration in this race. But it, it it's hard for me to want to step into this type of race. That's Coley. They're the uh, number two, and uh, in race four, uh, moderate confidence. Uh, you've got Brooklyn Pier, Speed Dream, the Velvet Queen, Holy Ghost. As far as the market is concerned, here the market's saying that uh, the Brooklyn Pier is second favourite behind the Velvet Queen. Uh, mid threes, the Velvet Queen, Brooklyn Pier, mid fours, and uh, further out the Speed Dream and uh, Big Butter Boom for Ollie. Yeah, well, I, I guess the first thing is with the Velvet. Uh, Queen, when I look at this horse's profile, just the 1,400 metres, it's just yet to sort of produce a number that I feel is like worthy of absolutely launching into this race for this horse. So it's one of these things, Just it's it's one runaway for me to be able to make that decision about how this horse is going to sort of trend up. And I, and I do like when they've broken benchmark in the past. That's why I've just sort of, it's there, I'm giving it some respect because it's a lightly raced horse, but if we're looking on proven performances, firstly, you know, we can just look at Brooklyn Sniper, who does have a sort of frank profile. It's got Brooklyn a point Pier, seven. Sorry. sorry, was that? Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Pier. Pier yep. yep. Sorry about that, Ralphie. It's It's got a, pr- a frank profile. It's rock hard fit. And I couldn't see anything in the numbers last start that's showing any signal that it's going backwards. In fact, it looked like the horse has come right to a top up to its top, and it only has to hold that last start performance to, you know, pretty much get itself a top three berth. Where would you put Speed Dream if it could repeat its start two starts back behind uh, Santorio in a pretty pretty solid race? Well, this is another runner that I'm respecting from class wise. I'd say this is probably one of the classier runners in the field. If it was able to do that, obviously, no question probably the price is not justified. It's probably too long in the market. It should be a lot shorter. I just feel coming back off 14 days to the 1,400 metres was just a bit of a negative for me. It's going to lose a bit more speed. There's not a lot of pace in this race. That makes it a bit harder. Another mixed form line race in race five there, and you've got low to moderate confidence. 
yeah, not a race that I'm very keen on. This is probably the the most difficult race for me, even though there's a couple of runners that are, you know, well-priced market-wise. I just can't see myself going there. Well, you've mentioned Price Pursuit on top, and it's $10, so just give us a brief overview why you think there's, there's a case for it if people yeah, have okay. a bit of a play. Sure. Well, this particular horse has had an above benchmark performance this campaign, so that that's a plus. Most of these horses have really struggled to get even near benchmark. So from that angle, that's a plus for this horse. The other positive that I felt with the horse was it does get the, the perfect race shape. I like it when horses can tag the lead speed. There'll be an opportunity for this particular rider to be able to push itself into the right part of the track. And I don't see the 1,400 metres as being a negative. Okay. So last race there, um, for those looking for the last race, Pike, well, you've got a, above the peg on top. So is the market. It was excellent last week, Vince. We put it in the Sizzlers. Really good performance there. Good time. I suppose if it repeats it, it's going to take a power of beating. But we know with winning partner, dry ground's the key for him uh, from Victoria. Yeah, well, this, is, this, this race I really do feel – these two runners are going to be extremely hard to beat. And I am—I do have an expectation with Damien Oliver on Dom to shoot as being the other runner that I'm paying a lot of respect to. I'm sort of happy to stay away from the rest. I, I, I truly believe for myself that the two or the 11 will win and no surprise, of course, if Dom to shoot gets up. All right, well, that's at $11. I'll just ask you because you've put in your most advantage uh, in your area there. Uh, Salaya is uh, $16 there. That, that's that's a pretty big price, isn't it, yeah. for that particular horse? With Maldives, so I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised that they've, uh, they're have so, so generous in terms of pricing. But the reality is this, Ralphie. That run at Kalgoorlie three starts back, that was high-powered. Like, you look at you look at all the breakdown. 1.1 above benchmark first section. Between the 8 and the 400, went 5 above. Last 400 metres, 4.8 above. Granted, the ground was quick, but that is high sustained pressure. Usually when they have that type of performance, they absolutely run into flat line profile, like they run flat. So... When it went to Ascot and stayed at the 1,400, you could see the speed was gone. It was 2.3 below. Even last start, I felt this horse was looking for the step up to the 1,600. They're doing it today. Um, yeah, it, it's a big price. If you're doing multis, don't leave it out. <laughs> nice way to finish. All right, once again, we always appreciate your support as a, uh, as a customer of Year Round Carnival. They're going to run faster today, Scott, today, and hopefully uh, they're running fast with the ones that we've identified. Best of luck today. Get on down.